0: Hello, everyone this is turbo from the 2bd podcast studios sitting here in the hellmouth about to sit here and talk with my two friends the buckshot laureate and swamp ninja about toys video games and all the other geekery we get into Uh, we're going to be having some wrestling chat as well because there's a big event that happens tomorrow so we'll probably get into that because if you guys Uh. tune in you know me and buckshot (laughs) we like to talk and play fantasy booker and Swamp Ninja hates that we agree, so this should be an interesting uh, yeah. little kind of half and half show. We'll talk toys, we'll talk video games, we'll talk some wrestling, and uh, see where it goes. So, on that note, guys, how was your week,
1: Buckshot? Take it away. You had to do you had to dabble a bit of back in the office. So yeah. again, my condolences on that transit job.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. I mean, uh, I li- <laughs> let's start the week by last Sunday where I went and did some retail therapy and Hell I bought yeah. a couple of books. I bought a book by David Diop called uh, Blood, what is, oh, I want to say the title properly because it's amazing. It is called At Night All Blood is Black. (laughs) Uh, Yes. So it's about uh, a man uh, who uh, gets asked, uh, so he's at war and one of his his fellow soldiers gets like mortally wounded and basically says like, I'm not going to make it, please kill me. And uh, it's uh, him, like, grappling with uh, the the decision that he makes, um, which I was like, ooh, this sounds really interesting. And then, yeah, but that title, amazing. Um, and then, yeah, and then the week started and I had to go into the office on Wednesday and Thursday. Um, I feel like I don't do as much work when I go into the office because there's a lot of people who walk around, they're like, hey, how you doing? And then you, like sit there for half an hour shooting the shit with people. And it's like, I wouldn't do this at home. At home I'd be working during this half hour. So um, that kind of made me go on Friday though. At one point um, I got up and I did my nails and I figured, you know what, if I was in the office I would just be chatting with like a coworker right now. So may as well be less productive at home since they're, they're okay with me being less productive in the office, but. It's really strange
0: like that because like uh, I find it uh, with myself because I have to go into the office and work all the time. It's I I find myself uh, in the same boat because when I used to work nights, it was just me and another guy. Right. And we're kind of left to like, you know, he's on the other side of the room. I'm on one side of the room and we're just, you know, we talk through text or, you know, we'll stand up and yell back and forth to each other. I mean, we're not that far away, but, you know, like Mm -hmm. stand up in our cubicles and have a conversation just to get out of your chair so you're not sitting for 12 hours every day. But right, like, and
2: just to like, you know, stop looking at your monitor and
0: take a little
2: recharge moment.
0: Here's the thing. Management is all, it's really strange how management is sometimes in these types of jobs is where they're all very, you have to be doing something all the time at your desk. And it's like, well, no, I take phone calls. I answer emails. If there's no emails and there's no phone calls, I don't really know what more you want me to do. Right. There's no other jobs. Yeah. So, if there's like, time it's
1: time to lean, the, it's time to clean.
0: Yeah. Well, that was retail. Retail was always like that. <laughs> it's like, they just want you to be moving around cause they're paying you. So they're just like, "Go clean that. I'm like, I did it yesterday. Clean it again, clean it again. It's like, you know, everything is always, it's always like that in those, those type of jobs. And I just right. think like like with where I am in my position, opposite. it's just like, it's just like, it's, we're in an office and we're taking calls. We're answering right. emails. If there's, if there's none of that, I should be able to read a book at my desk or I should be able to, Go to a web page and read an article but they're all about like oh no they monitor what you're doing and you're like right this is this is foolishness but now that you're working
2: days are you noticing that you're not as productive because you're more likely to be distracted by people who are just like well it happens all the time
0: well the thing is, is when you're when you're in during the day you hear everyone's conversations like
2: right
3: the
0: headsets they've given us aren't like two cups where you're just sound isolating you just hear the phone call you hear right. everything else going on around you. So sometimes it's, if it's a really busy day, you're just hearing everyone's conversation and you're trying to stay focused on your conversation. Right. Then you have someone who's not understanding you. And there's just like, it can be a lot. Cause it's a lot of stimulus. Right. Cause you buys. know, someone's getting upset at you and they're out there, they can't figure it out, but you know, the answer. So you're trying to mute your call and be like, Hey, calm down. I know what to do like that sort of thing. And it's right. just like, it, it can get, it can get pretty hairy during the day sometimes, which I like, cause I thrive on, I thrive on that. Like I like being all like, it has to be really busy. And I get on like at nights, like I would like, the problem with me working at night is I would do all my work. As soon as I got in instead of staggering it through the whole night, I would just come in and like bang it out in five, six hours. And the rest of the time I'm just kind of hanging out waiting for something to happen or something to break an email to come in or a phone call. Now don't get me wrong. It's, it's great because you know, it's, it's nice to have that downtime because you know, most of my downtime is 2 to 6 in the, like 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. right but like from from when i go in at 6 until probably 2 a.m. it's straight up work but like right. i could stagger it out more where i'd be busy the whole time but then i'm like i just then i find myself i'm just procrastinating so i right. just like i just try to get it all done at once so then i don't forget to do something i just focus on it for the yeah. first like part of your shift but like, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just really strange for me being in my my field that I'm not working from home yet. It's, it's yeah. really strange.
2: Yeah, I had it's a like situation. I could do this, like,
0: I could do this from home. <laughs>
2: like. Right. Yeah, I had a situation this week where um, I was just sitting at my desk doing my job, doing my thing. Luckily for me, I'm in a position where like if, if uh, I'm doing something kind of mindless, um, where I don't require too much concentration, I can just put on a podcast and it's in my headset. Nobody can hear what I'm listening to. Um, yeah. But at one point this week, I was working on something. I couldn't have a podcast or anything too distracting because I needed a bit of concentration. But then all of a sudden, I hear one of my coworkers trying to talk about that Tom Jones song. Uh, What's New Pussycat? (laughs) Except he calls it What's Up Pussycat. And yeah, I I felt the need to be like, actually, it's What's New Pussycat? He's like, yes, you're right. Thank you. And then boom, I'm all of a sudden, I'm in this conversation talking about Tom Jones with two co-workers. And it's like, I have work to do. Um, And then like, yeah, 10 minutes later, I'm I'm like, okay, I guess I should get back to work now. And it's like, that would not happen at home. (laughs) At home, I would just be at my desk all day working. Like it's it's just, yeah, I, I don't understand the logic of forcing. And in your case as well, like if you're just gonna be like, if you, I mean, do you need to go to people's physical computers or can you no. work remotely to do things?
0: No, see, I'm not end user support. Like I am, but I'm go. only for calls, right? So right. like, if I can't fix it remotely, then that's when we I I uh, basically go, oh, well, we need to send a, an, end, an end user tech to that site. You need to go. Right. And, but yeah, it's it gets.
2: So yeah, you really yeah. don't need to be in an office.
0: No, I could be sitting at like I could do this from from pretty much my like if if I didn't need the the amount of real estate I need to have all my programs open, I could do from a laptop, no problem. Wow. But I have to have all these like, we support over 180 applications. We support like uh, yeah, way it, it gets it gets pretty hairy sometimes. Way too many, way too many screens and way too many passwords I have to remember. Something We've been, that, been talking about work, who cares about that? Let's talk about <laughs> your retail therapy again.
1: Yeah. Or, uh, not, the, one, the one thing I could say is obviously you have a lot of, you, know, you have to deal with, but you know, you can always bang out some overtime at home by just clearing out some emails and not need okay. all the different apps. Like that's one thing Buckshot had the option to of like, Ugh, I could work on a Sunday, you know, you gonna be doing yeah, a million I- things.
2: I chose to work on that Sunday because it's like, okay, I want to be kind to myself so that my week isn't as stressful as, as it's going to be if I don't do this. So I, I was pretty, uh, you know, relieved to do it. But yeah, if, my, if I was working in the office, if I had my tower or whatever at the office, um, I wouldn't have been able to do that. I'd have to physically go into the office to do that and there's no Ugh. way I would do that. So. No. Anyway. But yeah, Crazy. retail therapy.
1: Yes, buying stuff makes us feel good. So you picked yeah. up some books?
2: I did. I picked up uh, some books. Uh, actually, Swamp Ninja and I went uh, thrifting last week as well, and I got a few books then. I got uh, As I Lay Dying by William Faulkner and uh, The Awakening by Kate Chopin. So I got a few uh, fancy, dandy literary books there. Um what else did we get? Did you get anything fun that day, Swamp Ninja?
3: It
1: was not that productive a day for me, but people should know uh, the humane suplex machine. Her here, uh, her uh, pandemic goals is a book a week and uh, and lifting weights. So she's been very busy. So there's always right. more books to get and always more more weight to lift. So yeah, yeah, I uh, it's a real it's a real problem. Um, no, we we went. <laughs> We, uh, we did that the nonsense of uh, take a peek, you know, $5 Friday at GameStop. There was anything. We did some thrifting and uh, I didn't, I, I got something stupid. At least I'm like, that's the, that's the fun thing. of like when you go do something, like, well, we should get something at least, make it worthwhile. Uh, not for myself, though. Picked up Murder She Wrote the Mystery Puzzle for nice. uh, a, a friend of the, the podcast who's having a housewarming, I think, later this month. So Angelo Lansbury an unconventional <laughs> murder and it's not It's so it's it's I don't make. it doesn't make any sense so it's a mystery but it's a jigsaw puzzle so how do you solve a mystery with it I guess you just only put the jigsaw puzzle together and then that solves the mystery I don't know but uh, <laughs> I think I might try and put it together before I give it to her just in case there's a missing piece
0: how and many pieces uh, 25 uh, like is the kids one? 550 too many oh, i, I
1: wish the mystery was that simple so this mystery is probably a real a real humdinger i was never so, a
0: puzzle dude like no. i was never one of those kids that would sit there and like do oh, i was like okay let's get all the end pieces i'm just like why no. are we doing this why is this fun to people like i always mm. looked at that puzzle as like this is torture like, like my, yeah, no. my my wife loves puzzles she'll sit there and play sudoku and she's like a person who will play solitaire i'm like nope uh-uh.
1: The man sweeper. Where's
0: my buttons? And where? Why yeah. am I not killing things?
1: Where is <laughs> the? Uh, where is the the jump kick? I'm gonna need to be able to jump kick a guy in the nose. Yeah. So that's the key. Um, and I'll, and I'll oddly enough, just some uh, some bakeware, so I could make uh, some some egg tortillas in the oven the all time. I'm being super lazy. So it was a completely functional, something stupid and nostalgic. Angela Lansbury. You know, uh, she's not a cop. She's a vigilante. People forget that. <laughs>
0: Well, isn't she and, just like, uh, a, isn't she like, wasn't she the original she writer? Like, bones and CSI? Like, yeah, she was a writer yeah. who turned like right. sleuth because she was a. Always super around smirk. murder. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, like just always around.
1: This little town of always someone getting, you know, poisoned or electrocuted or blunt force trauma. So just yeah. all the my time. My parents
2: watch that daily. I was recently at my parents' place for a week and I found out that. Uh, they like um, daily, there's a daily um, murder she wrote, daily Matlock, um, and then they go on YouTube and they'll go to like 2B or YouTube and they'll look up like Columbo or like Kojak or something. And that's, that's Ugh. what my parents Are your parents, watch.
1: parents also like regional crime fighters? Are they getting tips? What are they doing? Or are they just like bad guys?
2: Um, I mean, they're, if they are, they're not telling me. Yes. Uh, but, my parents are also elderly, so I think that yeah. also explains a lot as well. So
1: it's nostalgia, I'm sure.
2: Oh, for sure, it's nostalgia. Like they probably watched this first run and now it's like, oh, we've got nothing else to do all day. If it's not that, they're also watching like fail compilations and like,
1: <laughs> like, America's um, Funniest yeah. Home videos was a big part of your childhood, if I'm not mistaken. Yes.
2: oh, oh was, yeah, no yeah. That, that was yeah. that was a family uh, a family show in my home for
1: sure. Now, would you eat dinner and watch it or no, it would be dinner after dinner? dinner. dinner. All right, it was after dinner. Yeah. It was right before
0: toast. bed. And before bedtime, you got drawer. to hang out with your parents on Sunday night and watch America's Funniest Home yeah. Videos. Then you go to bed and go to school the next day, type thing. Yeah.
1: Yep. To a lesser extent, America's Funniest Home People. <laughs> yeah, but Home there People.
2: was America's Funniest People. We did watch that on when that was on briefly, but we always liked America's Funniest Home Videos better. Yeah.
1: No, come on. Come on. So, yeah, so Fail Army, uh, Idiots in Cars, the, yep. it continues on.
2: Yep. So that's that's basically what my parents watch, and The Young and the Restless. That's what nice. <laughs>
1: nice.
0: Yeah, my parents. My mom used to be really into this stupid uh, uh, show, the soap opera called Another World, and it was. Oh, just I vaguely that remember it, that one. Yeah, she just loved that thing, and yeah, she named my brother after one of the characters. So that that's how <laughs> hardcore she was at one point in time.
1: It's got to be tough so, how yeah. you distinguish those shows because obviously General Hospital takes place in a hospital. Dallas. It was like Texas oil, you know, tycoons. But like, what made another world special? Was it another dimension, or (laughs) just I
0: I have I literally just think it was like this really weird, like, uh, town, fictional town, of you know this place, and just all these powerful, wonderful, beautiful people that had all this money to do whatever they wanted with and people just fell in love with the story and like it was all about the quarries and they were the ones that ran the town they had all the money it was like corruption and right you know that type of stuff yeah
2: and like a lot of like looking down on the one kid like one of the the rich kids would fall in love with one of the homely girls yeah exactly who comes just all from the a bad family and then the parents would be like she's not a suitable person for our family and she's that kind an
0: of equestrian stuff. Yeah, as, exactly. as Jr. would say, she's a Jezebel.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate JR, that. Like, every I time I hear it, generalist. I'm like,
0: ugh. Oh, come yeah. on. It's Jr. It's what he called women back then. You can't get mad at him. He doesn't know any better.
1: He's consistent.
2: Well, I mean, you guys have nostalgia to, to, to fall back on in those scenarios. I, who's somebody who started <laughs> yes. watching tw- wrestling in 2020, I just hear like a crotchety old man referring to... Uh, a woman Wednesday, like he I, I first Friday. heard him, he kept calling the bunny that. And I was just like, Oh, why? Because she has a tongue piercing and wears leather. Like, that's not yes. very sex positive of you. Um,
0: <laughs>
2: JR. JR
0: is very sex positive because he wants yes. to he wants to have sex with all the young people who are. Very sex positive.
1: Yeah. Positively.
0: <laughs> poor poor JR. Simply
1: irresistible. I like uh, it when he I- gets the name of the the, the day wrong for the pay-per-view.
0: <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My god, that was so bad. Or that's the, he's the not, show he's, not he's on, TV on too. Anymore, is he? No, really.
2: uh, he he's was, not on. He does main events.
0: He was events, on Rampage right? last night. Yeah, he does the main events.
2: No, he was on Rampage all night last night. Last well, though, night oh. the it, it was um Excalibur. The only person that's on every time is Excalibur. Oh no, sorry, that's not true. Um Dark Elevation Excalibur isn't on that, but he's He's the most consistently like on commentary person. They seem to rotate out the other guys. And yes, you're right. Jr. isn't on as much as he used to, but he was on for the whole show last night on Rampage. He was pretty good. He was okay. Yeah, nothing egregious. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: like the thing is, is he's lost his timing. He's way off. He right. can't hold on to the conversations like he used to. Like if you go like if you go back and you watch old episodes of Raw and old episodes of like uh, WCW right and you hear him he's fantastic he tells stories he's he's a great he's a great commentator and he he still names moves but like he tells the story like he came he he grew up in texas and he was a blah 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 and tells all those stories where now is like aew is not about that storytelling it's all about what goes on in the ring and that's a little foreign to him he's used to talking about you know right stuff that's not going on in the ring
1: how uh, how Excalibur can actually keep up with all the promos and content is absurd. So they're not yeah. doing him any favors. They're not doing JR any favors by having everyone do reverse Frankensteiners onto uh, garbage cans, and then they have to talk about you know the poison video game. rana. But poison it's like, rana. and our video game and DraftKings and uh, right <laughs> and Allstate Insurance. Yeah, no, um, Allstate
2: I think is uh, is uh, WWE.
1: Oh my God! Or I've
2: State Farm? No, I don't know. But I, yeah, the the the, no, Progressive is WWE. I'm sorry, but yeah, no. Um. Anyway, I derailed you. I'm sorry. They're uh, Swamp Ninja.
1: No, no, it's okay. It's we we've watched too much wrestling already, I and mean, we heard you are, they watch wrestling?
0: I watch way too much wrestling, and the <laughs> fact that the fact that I like I'm I'm in the point now where I like I'm down that rabbit hole where I watch, like, I usually, do, like, I try to watch Dynamite and Rampage The Nights Of, but, right. like, I'll follow, all the rest of them, I usually go on YouTube and watch the compilations and, and the highlights, but, like, I really wanted to watch that ROH show.
2: Yeah, same so, here.
0: So I went, I... Down the rabbit, I went down the rabbit hole and found that, and I started watching right. it, but, like, I just watched, the uh, basically, all I really watched it for was just for Eddie Kingston to come out and challenge Claudio, right. the whole reason I wanted to watch it, because you know, Eddie Kingston quit raw or quit AEW. Like, what the hell? What's that all? about? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently it's a work, like Tony Khan had to tell people like, okay, no, it's a work. Like he didn't actually quit. It's, it's an angle. Like it's okay.
1: But it's fun so, to uh, get excited about wrestling again. But the funny thing is, is
0: It yeah. works. It worked well because Eddie would just be like, yep, I quit. I'm gone. Like he, he had <laughs> yeah. no plans about doing it. <laughs> I make bad choices all the time.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: which like, which that's is fantastic. That's how much I,
2: I want that's how much I want to challenge Claudio is I'll freaking quit AEW. <laughs> like
1: just to yeah. punch him in the face.
0: So since yeah. we're talking wrestling, we might as well just start yeah. right there. Let's let's just right. jump right into it. Yeah, okay. it's a big
1: uh, big big season for wrestling. Obviously wrestling is coming up, but most importantly, you uh you nerds have AEW pay-per-view tomorrow.
2: We should sure right. Now, to to the listeners, um, yes, we know the pay-per-view already aired (laughs) when you're listening. Um, But uh, we are taping on Saturday. The pay-per-view is tomorrow night uh, as of recording time. Um, Personally, I thought it would be fun to go over the card and make predictions on who's going to win. And then uh, whoever's listening can see how right or how wrong we were <laughs> once they actually listened to the podcast. How so does that I've sound? So I've got really? the
1: matches right here. Oh, you and, brought them up? Uh, making notes. So we'll start things off here. And that's the fun thing. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Do uh, cards change a lot for AEW as far as for adding matches, taking them away? <sighs> no. <laughs>
0: no. Well, they, it's yeah. usually day before you'll find out about a new match. Right. Like, did we not just get a match signed from Rampage yeah. last
2: night? Yeah, Christian Cage and Jungle Boy. Exactly. Uh, so
0: it's, it can night. be a little it can be a little uh, frustrating, but in all honesty, we knew it was going to happen. That's what they were leading right. up to when it, when Christian came back. So it wasn't right. really a big shock to us.
2: And they're probably holding off on announcing it probably just to make sure that there wasn't going to be like any injury backslide or anything like that. So, and I also that's suspect sad. that they don't, they don't announce like last night's rampage. The only thing they had announced was the main event, the three first <laughs> match, Like I remember going in, like I was going into rampage last night. And I re I realized that watching the first match that it was live. So I was like, oh, okay, that's why they didn't announce anything because they knew it was going to be live. But i feel like they wait until the last minute to announce a lot of things because of like covid and things like that they don't know if somebody's gonna you know get sick at the last minute and have to pull out so instead of doing like a card subject to change um little disclaimer that wwe does i think instead what they do is they just don't announce very many things so that they don't have like the odds of having to say okay this match is not gonna happen now we have to change it um, i feel like that's their their logic there possibly
0: completely agree completely agree that's what they're doing yeah. um i myself New wrestling
1: fan old wrestling fan yep yep so <laughs> we get yes, to it yes
0: i am way older in, in in wrestling years as as we say yeah. um
1: Too many moonsaults.
0: So, what's the first match? What are we going to? Right off the bat,
1: we're going with, uh, as we mentioned, uh, one of the fairly recently added matches. Mark Briscoe with the Lucha Brothers. It will be taking on, uh, let's take a look here, Ari Davari and the varsity athletes. So, Josh Woods and Tony Tony Meese with Smart Mark Sterling as the manager. Yes, of uh, the varsity athletes. All right, Buckshot, your picks for Um, the three-way: Mark Briscoe Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers. (laughs) You don't say. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a
2: pretty foregone conclusion. That said, I'm excited to see this match because, um, yeah, I um, I'm a fan of Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers. I'm curious to see what they're going to look like in the ring together. And uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's pretty obvious Mark Briscoe
0: is going to win. Here's a question. Here's a question I have: Mark Briscoe, right? Still the tag team champion. Mm-hmm. How? How is it like, how are they not taking the belt off him to, to, you know, have a tournament and let, you know, let a team get together? Or do you think Briscoe is going to just be allowed to partner up with whoever he wants when he wants to defend the title?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel that, I mean, that's possible. It that didn't occur to me. I just figured that they're waiting closer to the pay-per-view to announce some sort of tournament. Because they have a pay-per-view, uh, ROH has a pay-per-view at the end of the month, right?
0: I believe so, yeah. The 30, 28th or 31st is, uh, what is it, Supercard of Honor? Is that what right. it's called? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So maybe what they're doing, or maybe what they're doing is they're waiting for Supercard of Honor to announce some sort of um, uh, special um, assignation maybe to the tag team belts, like the, make them officially the ROH Brisco belts or something, and then announce uh, that there's going to be a tournament that,
0: for the new you know, tag team the, titles or something new like that. To,
2: to new, new tag team titles or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't I think they're keeping it on him for now, just sort of a, a as a as a form of respect for him and his brother, and I feel like they're just going to keep it on him until they're ready to to find a suitable replacements for the the championship.
0: I'm going to say waiting
1: for the right heel to call him out and tell him. And remind him his brother's dead and uh, he needs to defend his tag team by titles.
0: You know, who'd be great at doing that. And I hate saying it, but I would love to see Matt Cardona on ROH and him and his family beat up the Briscoe and take, take the title from him. And then it's him and a new partner trying to get the title back. Because they're do- doing the disservice and- of of the of the tag team champs. That was my fan's hat moment.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's it's uh it's, uh, it's uh, one of those explorer pissed hats. Uh, yeah. And uh, when you get another promotion that uh, Long Island Ice Z can wrestle in, so he's he's making the rounds.
0: He might not. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll give you my prediction. Well. I'll give yes, you my prediction. Yes. Yes.
1: I going to be exactly uh, sure. I know what it is. <laughs> it's
0: it's going to be. Uh, I want Smart Mark and the the uh, varsity to win. That's what I want to oh. happen. Because they need to, There's got sort of, to be some sort of. There's uh, there's got to be some sort of antagonistic to keep this going. Because I think that's what they're going to try to do. It's. I don't think it's going to be a blow off match. I think they're going to try to enhance, like make this kind of be a a thing. So I, I can see they're they're probably gonna let Smark Mark and his team win through shenanigans of some sort. We'll see.
1: Controversial. Controversial. Uh, um, of controversial. I don't
0: I,
2: I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, but I don't I feel like they're maybe saving that for a more like worthy team. Because like no offense to like the varsity athletes and Ari Divari, but they're kind of treated as a joke. Yeah. Um, so I I don't Joke they win her. on dark or whatever, but they don't win on TV. Um, and so I could see some asshole, kind of like what you guys were were just you know saying about um, some some jerky heel that's you know trying to get a lot of heat. But I feel like they'll save that for somebody a bit higher on the card. Um, Maybe. But uh, but it's it, it's definitely possible if if if. Tony Khan is looking to sort of make uh, Josh Woods and Tony Neese and even Aria um more credible because right now, yeah, I mean, they're, they're just clearly jobbers whenever they show up on TV. It's like, yeah, there's no way they're going to win. Um, so yeah. I mean, if they wanted, if he wanted to make them less of a, a foregone, like less enhancement talent and more of a credible threat, then yeah, I mean, this would be an opportunity to do that. The crowd would hate them because right now Mark, Briscoe has that's, a lot well, of goodwill.
0: That, that's what I'm wondering is like is, is that what Tony's gonna try to do? Like start yeah. on like you know how he always starts a, a pay per view on a really big high, like somebody right something happens and something big. I would love for him to start like on a Eddie downer. Eddie Kingston wa- beating
2: beating um, his hero there at the last pay per view. Like exactly. I, you don't wanna start the pay per view on a downer, and I feel like giving Mark Briscoe a win. Uh, right before the start of the paper and also giving him that win with the Lucha brothers who were, you know, yeah. who were very much loved by uh, AEW fans. Like I feel and like yeah.
0: just starts spamming his friggin' catchphrase. Yeah.
2: The crowd eats it up. They're not I don't under- every it's time so he does it, bad, the whole though. crowd's behind him. It's, it's it kind just of
0: awesome. people stop. It's the same thing with them singing Judas The dummies.
2: Yeah, it's, it's sort of like a meme. It's what you do when you go to an AEW show, you have to get into it. Or like the DMD, like having to do the DMD. Like There's certain things that even if you wouldn't enjoy it when you're at home, when you're there live, it's like, no, nope, you have to play along. That's what AEW fans do.
0: Yeah, I know. All right, let's go to the next match. Let's go That's to it. it.
1: Final, the final burial, Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Uh, Turbo, you take it off the bat.
0: I want Christian to win so bad.
2: (laughs) He too. He's not going to, but I want him (laughs) to see
0: folks they agree. I want him to (laughs) win so bad. Because I think it would be so great for him to get Jungle Boy needs to go away. And I think this is the way to do it. The final burial, everyone thinks he's going to win. Swerve, shenanigans, one man concerto. Jack goes for a month and comes back as you know a bigger, badder version. But he needs to go away and come back, kind of repackaged. Um, but I think that's what they did. Now they're because they're calling him Jack Perry Jungle Boy, right. as opposed to just Jungle Boy. But like right. he needs, but he wasn't gone long enough. What was it? Two weeks, and then he came back, beat Luchasaurus, and then beat up Christian. Like it was just, it was, it was really a rapid fire. Um, right. So I think I think this needs to be like a slow burn. Like Christian needs to go completely off the rails. Maybe you know beat him up throw him off a ring, like throw him off the, the, the uh, <laughs> announce table. I don't know, do something crazy or right just, you know, just, just literally, or yeah, do, like actually, you know, bury him under a bunch of chairs or something, you know, throw like however they want to do it and just like make it look like Jack is hurt real bad. And let him go away, take a break because he, he's been wrestling a lot. Uh, so like he needs to go away, maybe get off TV for a bit and then come back. Um, that's what I'd like to happen, but we all know jungle boy is going to win and it's going to be like, he's going to basically write, I think he's going to write Christian off TV for a bit.
2: Um, I think, yeah, I, it's called the final burial. So I'm assuming this is the end of their grudge. Um, and, and jungle boy has to win. Um, if you don't want to completely bury him, he has to win um but yeah i just as much as so the thing with jungle boy with me is like undeniably he's amazing in the ring out of the four pillars he's handedly the best wrestler and he's one of those great wrestlers that tends to get good matches out of whoever he's wrestling so i have no issues with jungle boy in the ring i don't mind his look either um but there's just something about him like it's kind of a mean thing to say but he's like a charisma vacuum um he's just he has to find that gimmick. He has to find like a like a Orange Cassidy type gimmick that requires him not to have uh, uh an over-the-top personality. Need. Right. Like he needs to find his version of sort of the Orange Cassidy kind of character. And that could work for him. Like even have give him his like um the his dad. What was it? Oh, Dylan McKay. Dylan McKay on um, Beverly Hills 90210. He was like Luke this Harry. James Luke Perry, yeah. yeah. But the character of Dylan McKay, he was yeah. like this James Dean kind of character who was like silent and cool. brooding. Quiet yeah, cool, quiet, yeah. cool kind of guy. Like, give him that kind of gimmick, but he, ha- yeah, he has to drop Jungle Boy in order to do that. I, um, I feel like that could work. That could help him, um, because as far as his wrestling capabilities go, yeah, there's no denying it. He's an amazing wrestler.
0: Um, I would love it's just for him the to gimmick go away. that
2: needs yeah
0: and just come back as like a complete heel, retooled complete heel comes back as like jigsaw jack barry and he's a sadistic (laughs) killer guy i don't know just something completely different where he just goes off like maybe he kills luchasaurus he steals his mask like something such as something evil like he's too good of a guy like i want i want him to be bad bad boy jack
1: dig into breakdown
0: yeah, yeah, the what is it? Uh, electric Boogaloo, yeah. Jack Perry.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or he Jerk has a dance Jack crew Perry. with him. <laughs> Jack Perry. There you go.
1: He's just crumping his way down to the ring.
0: I'd like to see that. Oh, geez, that would be awesome.
2: But yeah, I I do love Christian though. Like just as a fan, I'd rather see Christian win just because I do I do really like Christian, um, and I hope that he moves on to like a good. Feud after this, maybe have him feud with Ricky Starks after this, like that would be fun. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think realistically the story has to go Jungle Boy wins, especially if the 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 type of matches is a final burial. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty confident. John, you're disagreeing
1: so far. This has been quite excellent. Uh, number three, Chris Jericho versus Richard Starks. Oh, oh Jericho, so win. winning.
3: Uh, so good no, I
2: hope not I really hope not I think if you're trying to build stars I guess we can talk about this a little bit later but there are rumors of people who are um looking to possibly leave aew and that are at the top of the card and you need to fill those spots um I don't think it's a smart idea to bury somebody like Ricky yet because he's decent in the ring and then he's actually good on the mic they apps they desperately need that kind of um especially a baby face right now, so um, I, I think him losing um, is just, first of all the fans will riot because everybody's sick of the Jericho gimmick of him leeching onto a whoever's hot and then just destroying them by letting the feud go on forever. Um, if Ricky loses, then it either means, okay, he's buried by Jericho, or it means the feud's still going. And I don't, either one of those, the fans will be pissed. Um, I, Ricky need, if you want to create like a new credible star in your company, Ricky needs to win this match. I'd be really disappointed if Ricky lost. Um, I hope he doesn't lose.
1: We shall see. see.
0: Um, I think in all honesty, they're going to drag this out. This is going to be until all else.
2: Oh, I, no. Oh, no. Yep. No, you, you. Disagree. More.
3: More.
2: You no, I, that more. would be that would be fucking idiotic of them to do that. That was weird. So how how much more you're you've already hit bedlam now? Like there's no like what else does Ricky need to do? Like he's beat everybody in the crew, or if he loses, it's because they all band together and cheat. Like. No, it's just you, how, how much more story can you tell? Like I can't, so, I don't know.
0: So here's the thing. This is what I think is going to happen. And this is just me again, just rumor mills, a buzz and, and, right. and things. I just being an old wrestling head and kind of trying to figure out what they might try to do to swerve this. And again, this is probably not going to happen. I would love it to happen though, because it'd be epic. I think we use this match to introduce a new member of the JAS. Um, I don't know who's, I don't know who's rumored Zach to come Sabre in. Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. In yeah. All yeah honesty, he's,
2: know. You know, Zack Sabre Jr. is in the U.S. to do Ring um, of Honor. In all
0: honesty, I what know. I'm thinking, I what I was thinking was it's never going to happen. But could you imagine like a Marty Squirrel or a, or a.
2: Marty Squirrel never come back to AEW. What he did was, was beyond
0: the pale. Oh, was that, that's, that's, that's what's uh, been said. He's not allowed back.
2: Um, he wouldn't come back. Uh, no, I don't think they would bring Tony Condon. Didn... Tony Con's very cognizant. First of all, this the uh, remember Warner Brothers didn't want the Briscos there, and they mm-hmm. they had to comply. And it took basically Jay Briscoe dying for them to change their mind about it. Um, so I don't think Warners would allow a, a like a person who's been a accused of what he's accused a sex pest, to come back. First of all, and second of all, Tony Khan is. There's a few people, quite a few people that got let go from um, WWE. The only person I can think of that was let go that had questionable takes that he ended up bringing in was Bobby Fish. But I think that's because he's such a mark for Adam Cole and Red Dragon that he, he was willing to excuse that to have Bobby Fish in there. But like there's a lot of people who...
1: Where's
2: Were um, let go that have like QAnon like like uh, opinions and all that or anti-vax opinion. That was one of the rumors why um, he never brought in Karrion Cross and Scarlet was because they weren't vaccinated. Um, he had no interest in Nia Jax. You know, like there's there's certain personality types that AEW just wouldn't bring on. Like it's funny in, A- in WWE they don't seem to care, but AEW they seem to care about that giving the impression. Well, okay. So, alive. so maybe not
0: a Marty squirrel, but who, like who else is, who else is available right now? That's left. I mean, there's Jay Lee, there's Jay white, but he's rumored to be going to WWE. W- or, or maybe it's somebody who's already on the roster. That's kind of flailing that they may want to bring up and, and, you know, try yeah. to put he might want to put the rub on. So I don't know, like who, who, who could come up on the card. That's on you know, that, that could come up and you know maybe call, cause some shenanigans for Jericho to beat uh, Stark and who would Stark want to fight? Because that's what I think is going to happen. Somebody's going to come up and cause the – somebody's going to help Jericho get past Starks on this pay-per-view, and Starks is going to have a feud with him. That's what I think is going to happen.
2: I think they because, could do that but still have Starks win. I'm going
1: to say Action and Ready joins the JAS.
0: See, I don't see that happening considering the way they're booking him.
1: Sure, good. I haven't seen any wrestling, yet, but he could do the, uh, hey, you're right. I need to be good at wrestling or popular at least.
0: Yeah, Who else? maybe. It, it could be like, but that that's that's my prediction. Starks loses, but it's because of a new member. It's not JAS because it's, he's not, you know, they're, the they are banned, banned from ringside. So somebody else comes helps him out. Like, I don't know. Like, Jericho has some uh, some uh, pullback stage. So I'm thinking, like, you know, Fuck, Luther could help him because they're like best friends. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? Like, stupid Luther, who's always screaming and pointing at the third eye he draws, mm-hmm. draws on his head. Like, it could be that guy. Who knows, right? But like, it, um, I think somebody I, comes and causes a, causes an issue of some sort. All right,
3: all right.
2: All right.
0: Wait, What's I got, mean that you know, that's
2: that's entirely possible, but I don't think I I really. I so if really Starks loses, will...
0: how upset are you going to be?
2: Um, I mean I'm gonna be frustrated because it's it to me it's like, okay, where is this gonna go? Because I don't trust that Jericho feuds will end anywhere good. Just they a haven't. lot of them
0: haven't. A lot of them haven't. So
2: I it for me it'll be frustration one that like, okay, this guy that got over organically, you had to turn face. Um, can is a baby face who can talk on the mic. Um, that you're trying to build as a big deal, um, that you don't want to lose to w w e when his contract runs out next year. Like it it would be idiotic to have him um, lose to Jericho. And also just the, again, the fans are are really over Jericho at this point. They see, like, I mean, that whole that whole gimmick of like having a guy feud with somebody and have them jump through hoops and they'll have the feud go that way like even people are noticing it with mjf and they're finding it frustrating so um i just i can't i'll be frustrated just because it's like uh, what are you doing tony khan um yeah that's
1: what a lot of wrestling fans in general say what are you doing yeah. man what are you doing tony khan to be fair
2: right yeah
1: no.
0: All right, let's go to the next match. Next match, let's, go, let's keep let's keep this <laughs> um, ball rolling. Really, yeah. There's
1: got to be a prize to the, Who has who takes the biggest uh, Ws? We've got the elite Kenneth Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson taking on the House of Black. You're not going to start on this one, Turbo uh, Buckshaw, Please give us Wait. some uh, some sanity.
2: So before I give my answer, and I suspect we will start to agree again. Um, I like how you said Kenneth Omega, but you missed the opportunity to call him Matthew Jackson and Nicholas Jackson, but, um, but anyway, I I digress as Taz would say. Um, I think house of black should win this. Um, if you want to build them as like a credible threat in AEW, they need to win this match.
0: Oh, they need to win and they need to win in dominating fashion. I think it's going to be a squash.
2: Yeah, that's what I, hope I want so. it to
0: be. I hope it comes in and like all those bullshit shenanigans that Bucks try to do, they just cut them they off. At work. Every, yeah. They don't work. They just cut them off at yeah. every advantage. And Malachi Black wins clean in the middle of the ring. Right. After Brody King drops him with the Gonzo bomb. And that's how it's going to go. Because House mm-hmm. of Black has to be the faction.
2: Has yeah. to be. Yeah, if you wanna build these spooky perverts up, you have to give them big wins. And so far
0: since And they need been to ditch back, Julia Hurt and bring in Abaddon. <laughs> no,
2: I disagree with that. I I'm, 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 I'm,
0: I like Julia You're too. Ju- I'm just messing. I'm just joking. Okay.
2: because I, I think she's being nice used very hats. well. Yes. A fine <laughs> So she's, bad. uh, she's the, the dark witch version of Stevie Nicks and I like it. Yes. Um,
1: excellent. Speaking yeah. of witches, we've got Jamie hater versus, uh, wait, Soraya no, 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 Andrew no, no. Usoho.
2: Before we move on, I want to ask mm-hmm. turbo about something. I don't want to digress too hard, but I want to yep. know if you heard about the rumor of Kenny Omega being interested in going to WWE before he retires.
0: Oh yeah. I, I've read the, uh, I watched, uh, him on, on the, the sessions, Right, with, uh, Renee, and uh, yeah, I mean, I have no. And problem there was with a rumor
2: it, that me. WWE were very interested, and in when they heard that, they became very interested in bringing him over. Do you? What do you think about that?
0: It's going to happen. Kenny's not going to be gonna there happen. forever. Uh, like Kenny's okay. got about what I think another year on his contract.
2: After,
3: yeah, because or like of the eight injury. Or something eight eight, of the
0: eight or, or nine months. Year. You're going to see him. He'll 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 stay and be with the company. Uh, for that eight months, Tony may offer him a shit ton of money, which is probably what's going to happen and he'll stay. Um, but if you want to be like big in this wrestling business, you got to go to WWE at least once to be remembered. Like, I hate saying it like that, but in all honesty, that's, it's true. You don't hear much of, you know, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, junior fought too, because he's an MLW. You know what i mean yeah jacob fatu um you don't like you know he's the mlw guy and like you know he's you know he he, no one's going to remember him until he hits wwe and hits you know goes to the the dynasty or the bloodline or whatever they're going to call themselves after all this stuff happens in wrestlemania but like you have to go to wwe to be considered making it in the business i hate uh, again hate to say it that way but that's that's the truth in in wrestling are the Mecca They're the biggest show, right?
2: Apparently Jacob Fatu um, the WWE passed on him because he has a criminal record. So uh, and
0: he, and he and, and Randy Orton and the rest of those boys don't. Yeah. That that bothers me. No, but I
2: mean, it, it oh no, I agree with you and there could be an element of racism involved like yeah, we'll will will the handsome white boy will make an exception for him but the overweight so, Samoan. Oh, I think
0: but, a record. Sorry. Solo Sokoa, like the the oh, Usos' really? brother, I think he had a criminal record. I think he wasn't allowed to travel for a while. That's why he wasn't in WWE for the longest okay. time. So It
2: could be it could be just the the gravity of why they they have a criminal record too, but the, the what 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 came out though apparently is that the reason why wwe passed on him was his criminal record and i, I could believe that because jacob fett who's incredibly talented and it, i feel like it's stupid to pass off on him he's easily the best wrestler who's not signed to AEW or new japan or jeff cobb any of the tv brands um
0: like, jeff like, like, cobb like, is in,
2: he's still in new japan right
0: was, i didn't know he was still there i thought he was, i thought his contract was gunzo
2: yeah, no. Because
3: I haven't um, seen it. Like I haven't.
0: You haven't heard any wrestling matches with him in it involved in right. a long time.
2: Um. But yeah. So so you feel like he'll go just to be able to put his put a mark on it and say it was on his, his on resume? his terms
0: his resume and he did a it on long
1: his for a lot of wrestlers get one last paycheck. I mean, Junkyard Dog yeah. was there for his last run. Essentially, he wasn't, you know, Dino Bravo. I mean, obviously his last run ended pretty quick because of the mob. But uh, <laughs> yeah. a lot of wrestlers is kind of like this is the last the last few big paydays.
0: Yeah. So, and considering all the injuries Kenny has just went through and with rehab, he wants to probably put his talents on a bigger stage at some point. But I mean, like, who knows? He might just quit AEW and go back to New Japan. He loves New Japan.
2: Yeah,
0: that was and he's his like first in the midst love. of a
2: few, and he's in a midst with, uh, he's really like committed to working with Will Ospreay in the same way that he worked with Hangman. Like you can tell yeah. that there's certain people that he like admires that are, that are like, I guess, young lions, you could say. And well, and that's he, what he said too,
0: right? He yeah. said he wants to go somewhere where he can help and elevate. Right. And I mean, in all honesty,
2: WWE, he can't do that with Will Ospreay, right?
0: Exactly. So, and he's
2: in the midst of doing that right now.
0: So, and he's at AEW where he can help new talent if he wants, like he can go up to someone and be like, Hey dude, this isn't working. (laughs) Like, Come with me. We're going to have a chat. Let's figure this out, which I think would be beneficial for Tony to pay the bucks and Kenny a shit ton of money to stay Uh, considering he's about to get a whole shit ton of money freed up once, Punk has announced he's not coming back,
2: right? Unless you think um, he's coming
0: back tonight on uh, tomorrow night. Like I don't um, know if you believe that.
2: I don't believe that. Um, but um, there is the conspiracy theory that the reason why Kenny, because there's also a rumor that the Young Bucks were open to it as well, or at least WWE would be open to signing the Young Bucks if they did become available. Um, so the rumor is that um, I guess I I'm, I don't know. I I think this maybe started from marks on the internet, but uh, I guess it's not a rumor, it's speculation that maybe the Young Bucks and Kenny are looking for an out because Tony Khan wants to, you know, bring back Punk and they're like, okay, well, if you're bringing back the guy who assaulted us and insulted the company in a media scrum and like humiliated all of us and you, Tony, if you want to do that because you want to make money, then we'll go elsewhere. Um, so that's one form of speculation, but I personally, so let me know what you think about this. So me personally, I was like, oh no, I don't want to see Kenny leave. Um, I'm kind okay. of indifferent to the Young Bucks. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with them, but, uh, with Kenny, I was like, oh no, like, I don't want him to leave, especially if he's going to leave just doing trio stuff on his way out. Like, I want to see him do solo. And I think that's another reason why maybe House of Black wins tomorrow is so that we can free up, Kenny to go back to being a single star which I would totally be okay with um but my concern and this is also with Jay White who's rumored to be going to WWE what do they do when they get there like the main event is all crowded right now and it's appears to be like in flux too because nobody expected Sammy to become the most over person in the company and so they're probably trying to change storylines and all that around to fit him They've also invested in people like Gunter. Um, you know, they bring in Jay White, they bring in Kenny Omega, they bring in the Young Bucks. Where do these guys go? And does it like would people be happy to like give up their spot or have their opportunity to shine get pushed aside just a little longer so that these guys can come in and take over? And I don't think they would. Like I I don't think Triple H is gonna bring the guys from the quote unquote pissant company over and then treat them like stars. I feel like they're gonna go there and they're gonna get like a hazing kind of treatment. I don't think it's worth it for them. And then I thought with AEW though, on the other hand, they might benefit from losing some of these top like main event people because like, oh no, Kenny and the Young Bucks are gone. We only have Jon Moxley and Brian Danielson and Takeshita and MJF and, um, Top Flight are on their way up, they're ascending. Oh no, they only have Bandito. Oh no, they only have Roosh. Like they have such, like uh, Swerve Strickland, Keith Lee. Like they have so many people that could probably step in and use the limelight and, and put on really good matches. Like I feel like if they leave to go to WWE, they stand to lose way more than AEW stands to lose giving up a few of those guys. That's just. Do you agree, or am I? Well,
0: I completely agree. In yeah. all honesty, like I understand the the gravitas of Kenny Omega and the and the Young Bucks or the Elite leaving AEW to go to WWE. Like that's a huge get. But like you said, yeah. when they get there, what happens? They're right. on NXT. They got to go through that gauntlet. They're going to sit there. So at that's, that's
2: that's what that's I exactly that What's, what's going to happen? Yeah, I was like, if Jay White, this was more when Jay White was the only person they were talking about. I was like, where does Jay White go? Because he's kind of like a more serious Seth Rollins. So does he go to Raw and then kind of be another Seth Rollins that people don't know? Does he go to SmackDown so he can be the SmackDown version of Seth Rollins? Like, or does he go to NXT? And then to me, that's insulting. Like, if I'm New Japan, I would like, I would be like, fuck you, Jay White. Don't ever think about stepping back into this company. (laughs) If you think it's a good idea to be the top of a card here and then go and have to like work your way up through NXT and it's the hey, same thing. The like good AEW, if AEW allows Kenny and the Young Bucks to go to NXT to again, just like, Oh, okay. So basically what you're saying is a, the top of the card in AEW is the equivalent to NXT. Like yep. that's, that's insulting. Like, no, I feel like the Young Bucks and Kenny have more clout to be able to demand to say, no, if you want us, we're not going to NXT. We have certain expectations or else don't oh. even think about giving us the money. But like Jay White, does he have that clout? I don't think so.
0: Um, I would say he does because he's been the top of the game in NJP for so long. So right, like, but he, he I, does. He,
2: how many but, WWE? How many like casual fans, as you can say, that watch WWE know anything about New Japan?
0: Oh, absolutely nothing. Like that's right. the thing, and that's the problem with WWE. Like yeah, I said yeah, like w- they have
2: their universe and nothing and outside that know. universe exists. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, they have
0: they have the blinders on, the goggle, the the the, the blinders up, and they live in their own bubble. Right. Um, but recently, like you know, Triple H is you know acknowledging things that are happening outside their universe. Like he's talking about things, like things yeah,
2: people have been who, mentioned. People pass away and like they go and um, yeah. one of the impact announcers that passed away, they acknowledged him as well.
0: Yeah. Sorry, so it's, it, it's, it's kind of nice that you see that happening. But again, when talent from outside of the company comes in either a, they're super over and they start and they get a, they get a big push. IE Cody Rhodes. Yeah, but Cody
2: was there before. These Cody was there, four yeah, guys Cody. that we're talking about have never been in WWE before.
0: Oh, the Bucks have wrestled in WWE's enhancement talent. Enhan- enhancement
2: in talent. In, yeah, in, like, and, and, and Kenny was part of the development system before there was NXT. I acknowledge that. But like, yeah. they've never been main roster people who've, no, absolutely, had better, yeah. who've won matches or anything like that. And also keep in mind Cody Rhodes' dad is Dusty Rhodes. So he's got, he's got like a pedigree that comes along with it as well. So they don't have, they, they don't have that bargaining power that Cody has.
0: Well, I mean, technically they do because the here's the thing, as much as you want to say Dusty Rhodes is a, is a card. It wasn't, it wasn't until Dusty died that it became a card. Right. Um, right. And
2: okay. And did you watch SmackDown last night?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you well, saw Roman
2: going, yeah. g- going. Roman telling Cody, like, yeah, your dad was like my dad, and he was great. He taught me everything he knows about the business. Do you know what your dad told me about you? Nothing. He never talked about you. So they, they, the, the WWE, I guess, with like the benefit of hindsight and just like looking at the the whole history of wrestling and how Dusty Rhodes and his legacy ended up being after his death and everything. I mean, Dusty Rhodes was, he worked for them. No, wasn't he one of the guys that helped with promos and was one of the development guy.
0: He was, he was literally, he, he founded like NXT, uh, anyone that came from NXT that was good dealt with Dusty, like, like Paige, Roman, Randy, they all went through his camp. Like they all went through Mm his, you know, the thing is, is though, when when it when Dusty was a wrestler, when Dusty came oh, yeah. up and was wrestling for for Vince, Vince buried him. Vince yeah, oh hated no, him. I don't
2: buy that. He wore those those ugly polka, dot polka dots. And, yeah. yeah, it was the
0: polka dots and he was the common man, you know, and you son know, of a plumber. He, son of a plumber, and he was like, you know, if you can't beat my meat, you can't beat my prices. I can't remember that promo, but it was really funny. Um Swamp Ninja does it better than I do. Go ahead, Swamp Ninja, do it.
1: No. It's not, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna make you do it. I'm gonna say Polka Dot's good though. Polka Dot, <laughs> a solid, a solid cut combo if I was a wrestler for sure. No, yeah. no problemo. But uh, yes, and he was. Most of his career was with NWA and WCW. So when it came time for his theoretical last run in WWE, good paychecks. You know, not as much wrestling, not as much to- you know toil on the body. And uh you get to be But, but you know, Vince got to make
0: him make a fun of fun of him the, the whole
1: time. Just like Tony Conn right, has but, his play toys, Vince McMahon has his.
2: Yeah. Right. But also wasn't that the whole thing when they when W CW came, like it got merged with WWE, the whole thing, thing they did was, was like them. let's let's bury them all. Yeah, like yep. if I'm Kenny and the Young Bucks and even Jay White, like if I'm talking to WWE, it's like okay, you're i you're giving me a contract. That promises me that you are not going to bury me immediately.
0: Well, exactly. Yeah, Uh, I'm pretty sure Cody has that written into the contract that he gets a title. Absolutely, but Um,
2: again, I feel like Cody. First of all, Cody was the first domino to fall who founded the company. So for them, absolutely, they're not gonna they're not gonna fuck it up with him. And then, like I said, his dad has a legacy. So the the whole like when he comes in before the adrenaline and muscle shows up, you hear like um, uh, wrestling has more than one royal family, or has another royal family. Like, their whole- their, they they have a whole story there that they can use because there's a history there with his dad. Like, there's just so much more to Cody Rhodes than just, like, okay, he's a really good wrestler. Whereas, like, that's what the Young Bucks and, and Kenny Omega are. Like, they wrestle everywhere in the world because they put on really good wrestling matches. But they don't have, a, you know, a family or a, another their legacy is being the first credible competition to WWE in decades. And though, like I said, A Triple H called them the pissant company when they came up. He purposely moved NXT to go up against Dynamite, and Dynamite beat them. Like, I, I can't see how I, the risk for me, if I'm, an, if I'm Kenny and the Young Bucks, it's too high. I don't think there's enough money in the world that would make me, like, ruin my new legacy to go get buried for a paycheck. I don't know. That's just me.
0: I hey, I That's agree tough. with you. I don't. I don't like. I can see it happening, and I can see you know if they have the clout and they can get away. You know, they can get on the main roster. It, right. Even in the mid card would be great. But like, I just don't see where you put a Kenny Omega, right. and a Young Bucks in the WWE universe. Where do you put them? Where do they fit? Because and right now, Tiny do-
2: too, in comparison, like they've built, they've been creating this roster of like giants that are like average height of six four. And these guys are like five ten at best, like, yeah, like they're gonna look like little like little shrimp compared to everybody on that roster.
0: Well, and that's the thing. It's like okay, the Young Bucks are you know the Young Bucks right. love them or hate them. They're probably one of the best tag teams that are right there doing it right now. The problem is, is the Young Bucks don't wrestle a WWE style match. Never have. They never will.
2: So I, I was don't know. Just gonna say that.
0: I don't know if if Nick and Matt will go because as much, as much clout as you have, you're going to have to wrestle, wrestle their style of match because that's what they, that's what they put on TV.
2: Right. And can they put on an entertaining match if they can't do half the shit that they do?
0: Exactly. And there's a lot of moves that the WWE don't allow on television. The destroyer is one of them (laughs) Right, and they love the destroyer, the package pile driver, not allowed. Um, anything like a gonzo bomb or anything, not allowed. Like, so there's a lot of constraints. When it comes to wrestling for WWE, and I just don't think the Bucks can can fifth Same I thing mean. with Omega. Omega's all about the striking. And like I he wrestles a really hardcore Joshi hard style. And right. a lot of wrestlers in WWE don't like wrestling that style. Like yeah, you could you could
2: could he do the one winged angel in WWE without that Probably be not.
0: Probably not. Because um, they
2: didn't let Samo Joe do the muscle buster anymore, right?
0: Not after you hear TJ. No, it was, it was banned after the TJ thing.
2: Right. And the one winged angel is, is pretty,
0: pretty gnarly when you look at
2: it, but it's pretty, you, you have to contort the guy in a similar way and then drop them on their heads. So I could see that move being banned.
0: Yeah. So, and, and then it's like, okay, well then where does Kenny go? You know right. kenny's not good like i mean it all really depends on the, how the landscape looks in wwe when this happens because like right if cody's the champ yeah you can push omega right to him because they have a feud right they have they have history on the indies
3: right everybody knows
0: who kenny omega is even if you're not even if you are a casual wwe fan you know who right. kenny omega is because if you're a casual fan rumors
2: that kenny kenny was never good friends with cody he like was uh, a business uh, partner with him, but they weren't they weren't friends the same way that the Bucks and Cody were friends. So yeah. you could also, you have that story there about like, you know, when we used to work together, I had to grit my teeth, but we're not at the old place now. And I can tell you why I really feel about you or something like, yeah, it could, yeah. It could definitely there's, be there's that a, type of, you could do there's a story, a story there. Like yeah. yeah. All right. Enough speculation about that. <laughs> uh, Swamp Ninja, do you want you, to, do you want to give your your last uh, two cents about that subject, and move on to the next uh, next match. Or
1: Kenneth yeah, Omega will eventually be in the WWE at some point, just for a hot dog and a handshake. And uh, it won't be—he'll get maybe one WrestleMania. He'll never remain invented. vented, but uh, he'll get his WrestleMania moment. Uh, speaking of WrestleMania moments, Jamie Hader, Soraya, and Ruby Soho—we have mm-hmm. a three-way dance with the ladies. Soraya. Ah, good point. (laughs) Touche. Psoriasis. No. I have. uh, (laughs) What was her name in WWE? Paige. Paige. That's way easier. Why can't you be Paige? Just Paige. Just spell it differently. Oh, wait. There's too many pages. I get it. Yeah. Oh, wait. There's too too many many pages. pages.
0: (laughs) Damn it. Too many pages.
1: (laughs) Damn it. What was her first name? Or was it just Paige?
0: Her real name, Soraya.
1: That doesn't matter but her wrestling name in WWE her
2: first name is Paige she didn't yeah, have a last name, name
0: she didn't have a last name she remember like, in
2: WWE they don't like to give last names
0: that's why <laughs> they're Emma the fans. And, unless and, unless you're ethnic like Andrade and uh whatever yeah. his last name is Andrade whatever. exactly like they'll yes. they'll do it on foreign people a lot. They won't take it. It's the last Toby boy.
1: coming to the ring. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: And Chaz. And Leroy. Um what do you guys think of the ladies' match? It's three way. Is this a way to placate? This the, the current angle is uh longtime AEW wrestlers versus the influx of X.W.W.E.
2: And Ruby who's caught in the yes, middle.
1: Stuck in the middle. Um, what say you?
2: Um, I think Jamie retains. Um, I'd be okay with Ruby winning. I don't think it'll happen, but I would be okay with that. Um, as long as it's not Soraya. Um, but I'm pretty confident that uh, Jamie retains. How about you, Turbo?
0: Oh, I think we're going to disagree here. Oh, Hell you think yeah. winning? Uh, No, not Soraya.
2: You think Ruby's winning?
0: Yeah. I think they're going. Oh wow! I think they're going to give. Well, she's the she's the middle
1: way. She's not the uh, the you know the good or bad person. She's stuck in the middle.
0: Um. Yeah. I think I think they're going to give Ruby the rub. Uh, The reason being is the fact that uh, the whole Soraya and and uh, Tony, they have to get the belt off Jamie to have that blow off match between Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker versus, you know. Page and uh, Tony Storm. So I think that's what's going to happen, is they're going to take the belt off them. They're going to have this uh, blood feud between them. Maybe a faction is created somehow. Somebody else joins, you know, Britt, and somebody else joins uh, Soraya. I'm thinking Willow Nightingale joins Soraya. Go figure. Oh. That's just I don't think so.
2: I oh, really don't. Th- okay, think cool. Willow is the so over as the baby face. Well, there's Willow's... no way they're giving her on that. There's no way they're putting her on that. So
0: do you Sorry. think, you think you think she'll go to go with Hater and, and Brish? No, I
2: don't think Willow Nightingale is going to be part of that. I think Willow Nightingale is going to probably end up on ROH. She might be the one to take the belt off Athena. Or if to- if Tony Khan is smart, you have Willow Nightingale be the one take the belt off uh, Jay Cargill. I think Tony Tony if this keeps going and and Ruby's still a part of it Willow and Ruby are friends. So oh, yeah, if, right.
0: if, you're, putting bel- if you're putting the belt if you're putting the belt
2: on Ruby and that's to get her away from this ma- this the, this grudge then Willow goes with Ruby.
0: Yeah, that's right. I forgot I totally forgot about it. They're they're together. They yeah. did the saves on each other for a couple episodes. Oh, but man, I that's think hard. people
3: yeah, People then you forget. know, what? Hater, See, for Hater me, keeps
0: the belt.
2: Hater I think keeps Hater the keeps the belt. And I think because she's so over, you risk ruining Ruby by having her take the belt. Because when the final turn get belt? on her just because she's the one who took the belt off Jamie. Because remember, Ruby's Ruby's liked for the most part. The only time I ever saw Ruby get booed was when she beat Chris Statlander. Because Chris oh, yeah. Statlander Like, Ruby and Chris Statlander are both over, the crowds love them, but they liked Chris a little bit more because she gave that amazing promo before their match. So when Ruby won, yeah, when Ruby won, the crowd booed. And it wasn't because we hate you, Ruby. It was, why would you have Chris Statlander give the best promo of her career? Get the crowd on her side to have her lose. Like, that's why people were pissed. And you risk doing the exact same thing to ruby again if she takes the belt off jamie because jamie haters the most over woman in the division right now yeah so i think jamie retains i don't think they're ready to take or if they really want i mean i hope they don't do this but if they really want to solidify saraya as a heel yeah you have saraya take the belt off jamie the crowd will hate it um and then saraya's like got nuclear heat but then with the women though that's really dangerous to do because there's a lot of men out there who hate women and I'm sure a lot of them watch wrestling. And so will it work as intended? Or is it just going to be an onslaught of misogyny on Twitter for Soraya? So um, so yeah, Triple I feel fans. like the, I feel like the safest thing to do is to keep the belt on Jamie Hayter. Although I'm with you about the factions. Like if, if this is maybe the start of building factions. Somebody online suggested that the blood and guts match this year be the women. And I'm so for that. And that's what I hope it's going to ultimately end up being so i am if if they do do that i think that would be great um i feel like you've got more people that you can add to the jamie hater Britt baker side um but uh one thing to remember uh ty conti once upon a time was part of wwe Mm -hmm. uh she's a heel so she could join Saraya and them and then or ty Mello, i should say now and she's got heat the crowd hates her too not just because basically because they hate women, but that's a different story. Let's not talk about that now. And then also, Athena is a heel, although she's getting more cheers than she ever had. She's technically a heel, and she was WWE, so you could totally add her on to the WWE side
0: as well. I love this new Athena. Love it.
2: Same here. Same here. I think oh, she's I great. You
1: agreed, damn it. Uh, <laughs> I, almost, she... I, was, I was starting to fall asleep, and then I heard you agree. Like, God, oh, no, damn it. <laughs> No, I'm it's heated. I'm no, it's heated. This uh, with the three-way match, it could theoretically and it hopefully feed into an angle and continue it on to the next pay-per-view. You know, right. as far as for the roles of newcomers to the company and we need a lot of really nice
0: stories for women. We like we need right. more women on the show. So and then
2: and stories that involve factions because that because I mean if the women are only going to get one match an episode then at least have have multiple women have yeah have multiple women be on screen at the same time and then also this gives a good opportunity to alternate like Tony Storm and Soraya were on dynamite this week because Tony Storm had a match so it was like if you alternate like one week Soraya gets a match Tony gets a match whoever joins in on their crew the following week they get a match and then the week after that there's a tag team or a trios like you're not you're not seeing the same women wrestle over and over and over again, which was a problem exactly. for a while there because you only saw Jay Cargill or you only saw Britt Baker, uh, fight for the longest time. So.
0: Yeah. Does Statlander come back?
2: Oh, Statlander's definitely coming back. Um, apparently she's back like behind the scenes, like she's showing up to taping and all that. She's just not cleared to wrestle. So she's definitely coming back. But when people don't know, unfortunately, um, and when she comes back, the crowd will be on her side immediately. So I feel like you 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 don't want to piss off the crowd. Maybe have when Chris Statlander's back, then you put her and 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 Jamie Hayter against each other, and then Chris Statlander take the belt off Jamie. And I don't think that'll piss off the audience.
0: What if she comes back and fights Jade?
2: She comes back and sorry,
0: fights Jade instead of instead that of Jamie
2: that would be okay i would be okay with that as well um i i think i would be totally okay with chris statlander being the one to take the belt off uh, jade cartgill she would be a credible person to to go up against her because they have similar um strengths uh so to speak but now that somebody put the idea of willow nightingale taking the belt off jade um because chris statlander deserves to be at the top of the card and let's be real the tbs championship but that's a mid card belt so yeah. if you're if you want to push that lander to the moon because she gets similar reactions to jamie hater then you put her against jamie hater and so she's uh quote unquote too good for the tbs belt in that case no
0: i was thinking they let her beat the champ champ she comes in she beats jade and then she goes right after hater you put Here, both yeah, belts okay. on her she's like the roman reigns of the, the division head of the table Oh. Yeah, that's.
2: Cool. I'd. I'd be okay with that. I don't think uh, it'll happen, but it I'd be okay with that.
0: No, it, it. It won't happen. But yeah, I can see. I can see what you mean by it going, hater and Statlander because they're the two most hard hitting females. Right. I mean, besides Emmy Sakura, because you know Emmy's awesome,
2: and Athena as well. Like those Athena, four. Yeah. Those four definitely have the. The, and it's no surprising that they're some of the ones that get the most uh, cheers
0: when they come out too. So. I just want Lulu Pencil to come back. Just saying.
2: She she, she might. Maybe maybe that's how they get Eddie Kingston back in AEW. You brought back <laughs> he, Lulu? Okay. I, he loves Lulu. I don't understand <laughs> exactly. his infatuation
0: with Lulu. I don't get it.
2: I'm, I'm guessing is that he and her got along backstage and that's why he's like putting her over every chance he gets.
0: He hates the bunny, which is adorable. And he story. hates the bunny.
2: Yeah. Oh, he hates the. But the, you see them together on her on her uh, vlog, and it's clear that they're friends. So.
0: Yeah, he loves and torturing he, her, though. My God, yeah. it's funny. It is funny.
2: Anyways, the next match. What is the next the, match? The Next uh, match uh, is going to be torture
1: for me. John Moxley versus <laughs> Hangman Adam Page. Toxic Waste Survivor, John Moxley versus. Uh, Millennial anxious cowboy Adam Page, Turbo, you're up. Which what's, what's going on? Who's taking the Who's taking the the W? Ah, uh,
0: it's going to be Mox. It's going to be, it's going to be Moxley. It's going to be Stop the dirtbag litterer. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. But yeah, he's he's gonna like. I hate saying it, but like, I don't know if this is a way for them. Like, maybe. Like it's so hard to know what's going to happen because like Mox still hasn't taken that vacation yeah. that he's supposed to take a while ago. So I'm wondering right. if like, this is how they're going to get him off TV and be like, okay, you need to go away. You've been doing, you've been carrying this company for a while for us since punk left. You've been, you've been working like a mad, a madman for us, go home, decompress. Don't cut yourself for a few weeks, you know, give him <laughs> give, give a break, heal up, <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, but like this match, just just going into it knowing what's going to happen and knowing the players in in the match, knowing how gonna be so sick, sick and twisted Mox is and how hard headed and stupid Hangman is when he's fighting Moxley. This match scares me. I think someone's yeah. gonna get hurt.
3: I hope um, not. But yeah. I, I hope I it bet. doesn't
0: happen. But I'm absolutely yeah. terrified to see what happens in this match because one, it's Texas death,
3: um, yeah.
0: which means falls count anywhere anything goes. So, you know, there's going to be a baseball bat with barbed wire. You know, there's going to be a chair with barbed wire. There's probably going to be the the big spider web of the, the, the spider web of, of barbed wire. So it's, it's going to be intense. Uh, I'm hoping for that. Everything goes smoothly, but I would love to see hangman win So Mox goes away and gets a break. (laughs) But in all honesty, I think mox is trying to make that that title run again and they're going to try to make him the big bad evil monster so he's probably going to put page out page is going to go away and maybe come back and be with the elite after that i don't know because who knows like if if the elite and kenny lose the titles to house right. of black maybe they go away so does hangman and then they all come they all go on the road together and do and like an back, like yeah. a you know, and come together as, you know, a kumbaya moment. They tape it on the, you know, the being the elite podcast. And then when they come back, they show that episode and then they all come out together. Huge pop because they're all back on the same yeah. page per se. On the same
2: side. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it'd be um, it'd be interesting to see what happens, but I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go with Mox wins just from experience. I guess.
2: The one that this is the one where I feel like it could go either way. I think everybody else, it's pretty obvious who wins, at least to me, in the way I kind of figured out the way AEW books stuff. Um, I feel like this is the one that goes either way because those these two are presented in a very even way. Um yeah. personally I think hangman I think the problem with hangman and this is also I feel like it this is maybe another problem that of why jungle boy got cooled off as well it's they got the titles just as tony khan got a bunch of new toys and so yeah. when they had their world championship title rings they were afterthoughts and that yeah. cooled them off and they both need to be built back up to the the same level of of uh i guess uh, fan appreciation or just to be Free built back up. era
0: Pre-punk, pre-punk era. Yeah,
2: it's, and you know what? It's not just punk. Uh, you know, when Jungle Boy had the the tag team belt with Luchasaurus, um, Tony Khan was more interested in doing Adam Cole and Red Dragon and, and the Young Bucks. Like, it wasn't yeah. necessarily punk. It was everybody that came along with punk. They became Tony Khan's favorites. And then those people who actually were supposed to be the top of the card championship holders, they got the Shaft. And so they need to be rebuilt. I think Hangman needs the win much more than Moxley. Um, I see people online with a lot of revisionist history about Hangman. They seem to have forgotten just how over he was before he won the belt. Um, Mm -hmm. And they need to bring that back. Hangman needs the win more than Moxley does. Um, But at the same time, Moxley's been the, the ace, right? So do you want Moxley to lose? Um, I don't know. I feel like, again, this match could go either way. Uh, I hope Hangman wins, but I, I'm, I, for me, it's a coin toss.
0: Yeah. No, I, I can understand that. What about you, So tonight, coin toss. It's a coin toss. Um. It's a coin going toss.
1: Hangman, he wins it, and that feud is over for now. I hope so, too. Bold move, bold move, bold decision. We'll see. We'll still see. I, th- uh, I think way. it would be
2: fun. Uh, th- th- this. Let me know what you guys think. But I think it would be fun to have John Moxley and Hangman and their feud, um, and then we're gonna talk about it later. I wish I want MJF and Danielson to to end their feud, and then Hangman and MJF have a have it. If even if MJF wins the 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 feud in the end. I just want to see the two sort of homegrown talents, like the homegrown baby face, the homegrown heel have a, a program. I would be really happy to see something like that.
0: So do you think this is where they try to turn MJF face or is he still no, going to be not, an ultra no. hot heel right now?
2: He's still a heel. He'll be, a heel. I think he's still a heel for a while. Um, what do you, we'll so
0: who, who wins, who wins the title? You okay, well let there's Aielson? two
2: matches. There's two okay. more matches before that match, so because that you know that's gonna be the main bucks. event because it's sixty minutes, so and usually yeah. the men's world championship belt is the main event at every pay per view, so um so yeah, then what's the next one there,
1: Swampy Jump? Uh, Sloppy Joe versus Wardlow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sloppy Joe
0: Sloppy. wins. Sloppy Joe wins. He took his um, hair.
1: He's but, nothing left.
2: I feel like I want Sloppy Joe or Samoa Joe to win. I love Samoa Joe. I think he's great. Um, I would love to see him win. But if you don't want to completely destroy and bury Wardlow, you need to have Wardlow win this.
0: Yeah, I don't care about that. I don't like Wardlow. I think he's... uh, Yeah,
2: oh no, Wardlow's been destroyed. I I agree. It's going to take a lot for him to be built back up. But him losing to Samoa Joe tomorrow night, that that basically puts the nail in his coffin. There's no coming back from that.
0: I think that's what happens. I think he gets crushed. Oh, wow. But what happens is he goes back to ROH. He takes the title. He takes the ROH TV title off of Joe at ROH. He doesn't do it on AEW television. He goes to ROH. He becomes the big monster there. Oh, then, that could work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he goes away. Yeah. He, come, he repack, he gets to grow out his hair again. Right. Go out, do your thing. The beautiful yeah. hair. And ROH and then come back. And then, then you have him come back, the big bad Wardlow from ROH, and you have him take right. the TNT title from Joe, because um, I think that
2: could be Joe fun. having,
0: I think Joe having both titles doesn't make sense. Like I get it, the king of television, that sort of thing, but you want to have Samoa Joe on AEW television, not ROH television.
2: Yeah, Samoa I Joe, has a, I, could work. I
0: think Samoa Joe belongs better, more in AEW than ROH, because he always in ROH. He doesn't need to be there. He came from WWE. He was a big thing. Right. He was a big thing in TNA. He's always a big thing wherever right. he goes, and he brings that big fight mentality, figuratively. like figuratively, to the, uh, the, the match, right? Literally, thing. figuratively, however you want to say it. Um, but you look at it as like, that's, that's Samoa Joe in a nutshell. He brings that big fight, back, right. big fight persona. Like right. when he was in WWE and it was and he Samoa Joe versus the TNT Brock. belt too. Well, exactly. He elevated the TNT title, but when he was in WWE and it was Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar, I honestly thought Brock Lesnar was going to lose. Of course he didn't. But like that match, what a match. If you go back and watch that match, Samoa okay. Joe, put Brock over so much, you know, and he made Brock work hard. Yeah, it was, it it, it should have been good. Right. Um, I think, I think you leave Joe in that state on AEW television, make him the big bad. When he turns that switch, he comes out and it's Joe's going to kill you. That sort of thing. Um, I think, I think Joe wins. That's just me.
2: Yeah, the way you presented it now, where, like, yeah, you kind of destroy Wardlow, you have him go to ROH, have him get his win back on ROH, and then, yeah, you keep the TNT belt on Samoa Joe, because he's the bigger name, and he's, like I said, he elevated the belt. Like, his reign is kind of, not as, it's not, he's not defending the belt, as of yet, as much as um, Miro did. But, like, his reign reminds me of Miro's reign on TNT. Because Miro really made that belt not look like a TV belt. He really made it seem like it was another, like, heavyweight belt. Um, yeah. And I think Samoa Joe can do that, too. Um, could could so, you yeah. imagine yeah, Samoa a, Joe versus Miro? That's a good Miro? way to have your cake and eat it, too. Sorry, sorry. Samoa Joe versus... <laughs> oh, I would love to see that. Actually, not to... I don't want to get too sidetracked, but, like, I had a thought. Miro apparently is not back because the creative isn't to his standards, but... Um, now that Will Hobbs or Powhouse Hobbs has the whole like book of Hobbs thing. And, um, Miro is the redeemer. Why don't you put those two together? That would be awesome. Oh yeah.
0: Miro helps redeem great. Hobbs. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and then they come, they get together and they're like, Oh, we'll redeem you. And that's just beating the shit out of their opponents. Like I'm,
3: i think yeah, And then,
0: or, and then, you know, Eddie Kingston comes out with the gas can. He's like, redeem these nuts.
3: Pour some gas,
0: (laughs) light him on fire.
3: Terrible.
2: Commit a crime right on TV.
1: Exactly. Unprofessional.
2: All right. Do you think uh, Samojo wins uh, tomorrow night, uh, Swamp Ninja, or do you think Warlow
1: wins? No. I think, unfortunately, it's going to be Warlow. duck lips, multiple power bombs, one, two, three.
2: Okay. Does Powerhouse Hob come out after, though? Because he just won the face of the Revolution ladder match, so...
1: See, I wish they made that
0: like a cash-in. He can cash it in at any time. And right. then he comes in and beats Wardlow and gets the title right away.
1: Woo! That Yay. would be
0: epic.
2: That'd be cool, yeah. Alright, uh, what's the of, next uh, match uh, There's What could Swam be cool,
1: Ninja. you're going to have uh, a lot of meat man action. The guns versus the acclaims versus Lethal and Jarrett versus Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. The semi-made event uh, for the... Uh, Holy, let's just throw a bunch of guys in there and do some flips. All right, who's going to jump in first for their predictions? And we need to go with. I'll go, go with, uh, No, we're going to go with Buckshot. Chain it up. Yep. <laughs> um, it
2: I, I have no idea. I have no idea where this is going to go. All I can say is the only team that's not going to win is Orange, Cassidy, and Danhausen. Uh, I shared my thoughts with Swamp Ninja earlier today. I'm really annoyed with that. I don't know why they couldn't just let Best Friends be in there. They had to do this whole convoluted thing just to get, I guess, Orange Cassidy and Danhausen on the pay-per-view somehow. But I feel like as a Best Friends fan, like, life is pain. I would have loved to see Chuck Chuck and Trent in this match, and I would have been a lot happier to see it. Um, I think they're for sure not going to win. The other teams, I don't know. You could put the belts back on the Acclaim just because they're so over. Um, You could keep the belts on the Guns uh, because... They got a clean win over FTR and if FTR comes back after this FTR could get their win back against the gun club and then they get the belts and then they get their win back. But then at the same time uh, Jay Lethal and especially Jeff Jarrett uh, crowd hates them so putting the belts on them um, so that yeah the Acclaim can get the belt back off of them or have FTR take the belts off of them. That could work as well. Um, me talking it out out loud right now. I think the guns retain. What about you, Turbo?
0: Yeah, I was going to say guns retain. Shenanigans, <laughs> straight up shenanigans. Yeah, oh
2: yeah, it's not a clean win. I agree, it's not oh, going to be a uh, clean no. win.
0: No, it's they steal a win. They they basically somebody else gets a really big move and they come in and take the pin yeah. from them.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: They they, they play the the the. the comedic, uh, heelish, scaredy cats. They'll try to run the whole right. match. I think that's what's going to happen. And then they can, They can basically, okay. although it would be very cool if Dan Housen and Orange win, it would be epic. The crowd would go fucking bananas.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. The crowd would love it. But um, I don't, I mean, I mean, I guess that's a. because no offense to Dan Housen, he's not, he doesn't look like somebody who's going to win the belt, any belts anytime soon um and he wrestles so infrequently but yeah if you want to give put the belt on danhausen even if it's just for a transition um i mean this might be the way to do it where everybody's kind of it's a shit show everybody's going after each other and then boom danhausen and orange cassidy get a sneak and win in there that might be fun even like i said even if it's just a transition reign um but i don't think that's i the odds of that happening are pretty slim nope
0: Uh, I don't think so. Like, like I said, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's either a, the acclaimed or it's going to be the guns. Uh, you're not going to see any other teams win. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. The, the whole hate for, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett and Jay, Jay lethal. It makes sense. But in all honesty, they're not getting the title anytime soon. They're, they're the comedic act. Um, you They're know?
2: similar to the varsity athletes, like we
0: talked about. Exactly. Earlier. You know, you know what faction I hate that needs to go away and it needs to stop being a thing. The, the <laughs> Hardy party or the firm or whatever the fuck they are, they need to go away. It needs to stop. Yeah,
3: whole
0: ego. Boss and Matt Hardy around is just not. It's not over with the crowd. I mean, it is a little bit because, you know, of his, you know, toy vlog and he gets the guys on the toy vlog to, to promote it. And they're like, well, I'm doing what you tell me. I'm not telling you. You're not supposed to say that. Like that shit. That's funny. But like, it's, it's not translating. People aren't getting behind it. Nobody thinks that they're a credible threat to anything, a trios title or anything like Matt Hardy needs to either a go broken and stay broken or just, he maybe needs to go away off TV and then come back whenever Jeff is in jail. Yeah. yeah when they can reunite like it need like something else has to happen like private party isn't even a thing anymore like is the other guy dead
2: well mark one's injured
0: oh he is injured again yeah because he's been injured yeah. a few yeah. times right
2: yeah yeah
0: he's almost like what's his name from top flight Where you know you had Very an injury funny. came back another injured another injury car accident yeah right yeah that's
2: that, that's the the, I, I think there's a difference between like injuries suffered in the ring and like injuries because you were in a car accident though like suffering in the ring injuries I could see how people start to get nervous about it because it's like okay how how um how strong are you or like how um how technically sound are you if you keep getting hurt but like when it's something outside of wrestling you get injured because of that I, I feel like it's kind of not fair to hold it against the
0: the but up. people do. But people do. Yeah. That's the thing. They're just like, oh, he made yeah. poor choices. You know? Right. It's it's sad. But yeah. Yeah. So they I, have the big the big, like match. We... Oh, yes, the big match.
2: Oh yes. Sixty
1: minutes. Sixty human minutes. I don't know if you guys did, I match. hope it tastes well. Yep. Iron, Iron Boy match. Uh how, many, know falls? Know how many falls? How many
0: falls? Two
1: to three. I would like to see something Dude. ridiculous, like 87, 88.
0: No, it's going to be one fall.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just do you, you want to know why it's small packages? It,
0: yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be one fall. And do you want to know why? Why? Because you're going to God see, no, you're going to see Khan's oh, okay. version of Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart's Iron Man match where it went the full 60 minutes. Nobody wins. <gasps> There's overtime and then somebody wins. That's what's going to happen.
2: I could see that. That's my yeah. prediction.
0: And my pre- oh, and my no, prediction cheesy. is my prediction <laughs> MJF wins.
2: Yeah, really? I think it's I think it's pretty I think it's pretty uh pretty safe that MJF returns.
0: And it's by we shenanigans think. at the in of course. in uh in overtime because what happens is is time comes out, Tony Khan comes out, or runs out, Tony Khan comes up on the screen. They're taught, you know. I'm giving you five minutes and like Brian's like, no, or five minutes. No, like, let's just keep going and starts yelling at him, like, stop this bullshit. We're going to keep going until someone gets a, and then ring the bell, small package surprise or a kick to the nuts Win. it's going to be some, something like that one fall. That's it.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a win that protects Danielson. I think they're going to go the full 60 minutes as well. Um, and yeah, it's going to be MJF winning, but it's not going to be, uh, 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 like, oh, he's clearly the victory, uh, the victorious person here. It's going to be like, yeah, he had to, he had to result to something dastardly.
0: It's going to be be either the, the diamond, uh, the diamond ring or, or low blow. That's, that's my prediction. Yeah.
1: How dare he.
2: Or worse, I mean, they did call attention to him and and his uh, concussions. He does something, like, to his head multiple times. And they they do the whole, like, oh, no, we have to get Danielson out of the ring. It's not, you know. Yeah. And then Danielson goes on a vacation for a while. But it won't be a long vacation because the rumor is it's going to be Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. at the ROH pay-per-view at the end of the month. (laughs)
1: So. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Very yeah. fun.
2: Or maybe this is a way to get Danielson onto ROH for a bit.
1: Yeah. Yep. Zachary okay interferes.
2: Ooh, that'd be cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wrestling fans. We just want it to be Nerds. cool. Nerds. Nerds.
2: Um, yeah. No, that's so I, that's I the pay per view. We'll see. Uh, we'll see who we'll got the most uh, predictions, right? Um, yep. And uh, yeah, so we got like what twenty minutes left or so. We do. Do you yeah. want to geek? Yeah. Uh, do you want to geek it out then? What do? What kind of geeky stuff have you guys gotten into uh, this past year? Oh,
1: geeky for sure. Geeky for sure. We can tell a little, a little quick story. I, I did also on the Sunday some retail therapy. A uh, after work, I I swung by the uh, my local comic book shop. I was just going to pop in there, and it was quite later in the afternoon. Turns out I was the only person who'd been in there all day. I guess there was coincidentally a big toy show and also a big comic book convention elsewhere in the city. So um, I can bring this up to Turbo. What happened is I like ah, you know, I go in there I go go check out the dollar comics buy a couple of things Mm -hmm. for some nostalgia And if I don't want them, I just put them in the local, you know community mini library or or maybe do something with them later I was picking a few things I got reverse comic book guy Uh, so instead of if you ever worked in a video game store Or maybe just anything retail or a bookstore or a comic book shop People just come in and just want to hang out and talk all the time. Uh, this poor guy was bored out of his mind, and uh, wouldn't shut the hell up <laughs> <laughs> about, about everything. So I, I just found myself like going through bins of like just comics, looking for something stupid, and like, oh yeah, huh? You don't say? Weird. Oh wow, you don't want to do that? And then after a while, I'm just like, uh, you know what? Dude, give me something. Recommend something. I'll just go buy it. So you just go pick something up for me, instead of yeah. instead of getting like. Instead five of talking my ear off. And, like, yeah, yeah, we need to we need to stop this conversation right now. I just came in here to just thumb through some dusty comics and uh, not feel bad about spending money. So, uh he recommended Profit Remission, uh, re, uh a reimagining and a, a newer uh series of like, Yeah, it's fine because it was under the $20 mark. So not too bad, $13, but it was just funny uh Turbo, you can explain what it's like to be stuck somewhere niche like video games or a comic book shop i mean we used to just hang out at the comic book shop even then back in the day and just hang out uh hang out at video game stores just be the worst yeah so
0: yeah we were those kids that would had no parents that gave a shit and we were always left at the stores to our own devices um so yeah so i mean back and you when became, we used to like, <laughs> you became shop, the guy yeah.
1: the babysitter
0: yeah. Uh, I was the guy. And then I started running that video game sh- store back in the day and the kids would come in and just their parents would drop them off to buy, to rent a game, but you know, wouldn't come back to pick them up for at least three hours cause they went grocery shopping and left the kid there or have and the kid would have like four, the core the kid would have three or four loonies or something. And he would, you know, as, as we did at the video game shop, we had a big ass TV and all the systems hooked up to it and you could pick whatever you wanted to play. And he had to pay me a buck and that, bu- you know, and then I throw the buck into the jar. And, you know, at the end of the night, those were our tips, essentially what it was. Um, the, uh, this, the, the store manager wanted the, wanted the dollar to be put into the, the, the till. And I'm like, no, man, like if you're going to make kids sit here and play, that's my money. That's not yours. I'm I got to sit here and listen to this shit. So no, I get the money, I'll, I'll get, maybe we'll split it. We can maybe split it, but like, no, you're not getting, you know, cause I'd have kids there from it open at 10 and I stayed open till nine. I had some kids there from 10 until five and they, you know, they had 20 or 30 <laughs> What's your bucks favorite mega them.
1: man character. What's your favorite?
0: Exactly. Just, you know, oh, what Kombat do you think guy. of this game? What do you, that, that game? Oh,
1: I heard you know, can do this.
0: Yeah. So like I had, or the liars. That, I mean, yeah. I I'd have one kid come in and hand me $20 and be like, Yeah, I'm just here until my parents can come get me. And I'm like, All right, cool, man. You know, you could keep rent you, alive. The, you could rent five games with those twenty bucks for a week and take them home. Or you can sit here for five hours <laughs> and play video <laughs> games, and that's what they would do. They'd rather sit and play here than than go home. I guess their parents, I guess, didn't like them playing video games in the house or something, but like, yeah. They would just be at the, at the, at the the video game shop. But yeah, no, I I completely understand. Yeah. You don't want to be in some conversations, but to have the actual staff want to talk to you is even more weird because usually they don't want to deal with you at all. They just want you to come in buy their shit and go. (laughs) Um, but, but in all honesty, it's strange to have a, a pleasant retail experience anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like here's, (laughs) here's, Here's the thing about today like you don't even have to go to a store to buy anything anymore like that's the that's the 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 really interesting thing about today's thing is like like my wife doesn't grocery shop like she goes online and she picks what she wants she orders it and then she'll go pick it up like she doesn't go to the store and walk the aisles anymore like, that's like, she's like, I don't even want to do it anymore. Ever since the pandemic, she's like, I hate people <laughs> like Like why go, in, why go into a crowded space? And, you know, you, there's still potential of getting sick of something. And, you know, with, totally and she's, sure. she's just very leery of it. And same with my daughter. And like, I find myself when I'm out, it, it would, you know, even going to, to a toy store or whatever, you know, when people get close, you kind of back away a little. You're just like, okay, I don't know where you've been. Like, I should be wearing a mask, but I don't, but like, it's just, it's, 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 it's it's interesting because like, I'd rather just, in all honesty, I'd rather just go home, sit on the computer, look at things online and go, Oh, can I get that? Like, I don't get me wrong. I love going and and walking into stores and trying to find things, but it's not really worthwhile here on the Island because there's just so few stores and there's like so many, there's no opportunities really to, to find anything in the wild. It's rare. No, Walmart, took over. It's easier for me to just go online and buy it. And then when it comes to my door, get excited to open it.
1: Um, yeah. You might get it uh, otherwise in a few months, but yeah, well, like many, you know, keep like towns, cities, yeah. Walmart took over. So there's not too many options in general. Um, and we're going to have a lot, we're less options. One department store is just closing down, but, uh, Speaking of people who just retail for garbage too, it's just you know people certainly still aren't particularly nice to people who have to work retail jobs. People with no. uh, who are on a call with their Bluetooth headphones and uh, you know making an order or trying to get someone to do something while they're having two conversations at once. that's, uh, oh, that's... a pet peeve of mine. I like just oh and the call, super pet peeve of mine. Talk to the person who's cashing you out, or you know trying to answer your question.
0: My thing. I, I hate it with, with my, my, my job is people call me for help. Like I'm tech support. You're calling me. I'm not calling you. And people will call and they're having another conversation while on the phone with me drives me nuts because I'm trying to gather information to figure out what the problem is. And they're not and listening a little,
1: to me, but everything.
0: And I'm just like, so then what I do is this is my go-to. I just stop talking. I let, my, I let the line go silent because they're having a conversation. I've already a- answered and said, hi, blah, blah, blah. How can I help you? And they have not answered cause they're talking. So I know they've heard me. So I just stop talking and I like put my line on mute. And then all of a sudden they think I hung up and then it's like, hello, Hey, hello. And then I'm like, hi, blah, 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 blah. That's what I do now. <laughs> we got Vader playing.
2: I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was a cat.
1: Oh, that was a cat.
2: I'm sorry about uh, that.
1: No, no, it's okay. It's yeah, it's 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 so tough as far as for, I don't know. It, it I think people were always dunking on retail even beforehand. You know, it's a minimum oh, wage yeah. job or it's a lesser lesser than job. And then you know, people are just more so online now. Um, it, it, the the guy was perfectly fine, but I I had, I had I had to do my meal prep for the week. I had to do a ton of things. So I'm like, I just want to get in, get some comics and uh and get out so he recommended <laughs> I'm
0: like, dude i'm not i'm not here to talk i'm just here to buy some stupid it's shit. Ideal, yeah
1: no, <laughs> it's i'm trying not. to like, keep I, your business
2: no. alive here buddy like, yeah,
1: I'm like i need yes i need a place like after i get brunch to go and like peruse through things or if i want to walk up to you know like a a polish deli or something like that um, I, I probably, the nineties were weird, we're probably, this is not probably going to have time for this, but the nineties were weird. Independent comics were booming, image comics were booming. A bunch of artists and creator and writers were getting their own properties. So they're able to create their own characters. So that was the big image boom, not a lot of them were particularly great. So this was a, a comic called profit. I had a couple issues. I have no idea what the story's about, but just basically the guy told me, did you uh, buy the profit comics when you were a kid? And it's not like profit is not I made money. It's he's a profit. He sees stuff. I'm like, I probably did. The cover probably had foil in it and a glow-in-the-dark card, and I have no idea. He's like, this takes place 10,000 years later, so forget everything about that comic, and what they're just doing is they're just starting from scratch. I'm like, okay, fine. So, uh, in the distant future, Earth... Changed by time and alien influence, John Prophet awakens from cryo-sleep. His mission, to climb the towers of Dalai Van and restart the Earth Empire. But news of the Empire's return brings old foes and allies out of the recesses of mass cosmos. So, just a guy waking up out of sleep, like we all do. And he's realized that the Earth's been terraformed by aliens. Uh, so, just weird sci-fi stuff nothing in line with the original edgy 90s comics so that's good just weird stuff even the nice. aliens that took over they don't get along with each other they're just just basic bullshit i like oh i hate those guys so it's it's pretty nuanced trippy sci-fi fantasy so that's enjoyable the uh the old school comic i picked up was daredevil man without fear 217 i just bring this up because The simplicity of comics, this is not uh, anything particularly too interesting. There is a criminal, his crime spree is, uh, (laughs) the Cossack has the power to cause blindness and only New York's blind superhero can stop him and thwart his schemes. So basically there's a criminal who's making everyone blind in New York while he's robbing banks and things like that. So just a simple, silly story. Why I liked it, because at one point, Everyone's blind the criminals are trying to rob something daredevil who I realized now was a fuck boy because he has multiple girlfriends He just pantomimes being blind and like oh, he's fine. He's not gonna do anything and then obviously sucker punch. I'm not blind actually I am blind, but it doesn't matter so that is uh, That was cute and I enjoyed that so Daredevil, a man without vision, pretending to be blind, to trick his criminals, and then he just beat the shit out of them. So well done. Well done, early 80s comic book. Nice. Yeah. And the bad guy's the Cossack. He's a Russian Russian bad guy. So he makes you blind, so you can't see shit. But yeah. So just dumb. Dumb. So what dumb and some good sci fi stuff. But I do hope to do burn through a few more uh transformers still treating you well turbo Turbo, i think transformers are treating him very well
0: uh no actually it's a little bit of labor of love uh what's going on is there's a lot there's a lot to read <laughs> uh, eight volumes i'm on volume four um a lot of a lot of different lore than what I'm used to reading. Uh, Galvatron is a separate entity. Uh, it's not a Megatron who's been, you know, upgraded. Um, the Dinobots were always on earth. They were there to terraform earth previously. So there's all this new story I'm trying to take in and I don't know how I feel about it because it's different, but you know, difference, not bad. It's just, it's just different. So it's hard for me to grasp some of these new concepts where I'm that's just the thing like, I with, don't really like It's something you're that.
1: attached to. So that's what makes it tough. That's why people freak yeah. out over Star Wars or Star Trek or.
0: I'm know. not freaking out. I'm just looking at it as it's a different oh. universe. Like I understand that it's like all the same G1 characters, but then like there's the G1 characters with G2 characters. Then there's even some G3 characters like Bludgeon and Abominus and Those all these uh, characters like the, the Terracons. Like you're seeing all these, uh, We've seen all these uh, newer takes on these uh, characters, like Ultra Magnus is a bounty hunter. He's all about law and order. So he's the big bad on, on the Autobot team other than Optimus Prime. And then like Scorponok and Giaxis are these two giant uh, creations that are, you know, like everything happens in phases in apparently in Cybertronian lore. So like all this is like phase three, phase four stuff, but it's still in phase two. So it's, it's really confusing. So I'm trying to, like, what I find is, is I'm reading something in the comic and then I got to go look it up and be like, oh, this happened in this comic. So for me to figure it out, I got to go back and read a little blurb on Wikipedia to understand what this concept means. Like headmasters are actually a humanoid creation because what happened was, is they, they captured a transformer and took him apart and are all inside of his head. And they're using the, uh, their, uh, influence on him for him to tell all the secrets of how all this technology works. And it's just, it's just crazy. like, it's really crazy to, to see that. So I'm finding it a little hard, but like, I'm still going to, I'm going to, I'm going to finish it all. It's just taking me a little longer. Cause I have to go look stuff up and try to yeah, your you're, you're
1: waiting to be fair. You're waiting at like decades of content, you know, to, exactly. To, uh, yeah. So you know, one time I tried to get in a Warhammer like yeah, no, this thing's been going on almost probably longer than I've been alive So yeah, no too much too much content.
0: Yeah Like we tried to read uh, what was it the first series of Warhammer general something? Yeah, and like the first five so books, many callbacks Oh, so many callbacks and I'm like, I I can't I can't read all that and I won I, I mean the story is interesting, but it's not that interesting. It's very political kind of like Game of Thrones Hmm with with less of the incest um. yeah they always be more
1: i mean come on but uh, yeah I, the 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 nuance of like oh that was a big deal that happened when he said larry's name I'm like oh, who's larry okay i got to a larry exactly. now. apparently there's a big deal larry the the purifier i'm like okay um,
3: <laughs> all right larry there,
1: um, speaking of that too i mentioned the serious to to buckshot and she's like i don't do series. like get one and done in and out done
3: yeah,
2: yeah. There's um, a series uh, for John dies at the end, um, and uh, the latest book was on sale. Like the ebook was on sale. So Swamp Ninjas very nicely was like, "Hey, the, there's a, this book. It's uh, it's on sale," and I was like, "Yeah, but it's fourth in the series." And then Swamp the Ninja was here. like, "Yeah, well, you could you could get the first ones too." And I'm like, "I don't do series. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do not do series. I, I don't read Twilight. Damn it."
2: No, I, I, I don't, I don't want to get committed. Like I have so many books out there that I want to read. So Um, you're not a Harry Potter person? No, never read Harry Potter. I'm trying to think. No, the only series I want, I read was a trilogy. um, And Mm -hmm. I'm open to trilogies. Um, The trilogy was the um, Southern Reach trilogy, the Annihilation. uh, The movie Annihilation was based on the book Annihilation. Or by jeff vandermeer i forget what the other two were called but um they were okay um they were kind of overrated if you ask me um yeah. but um Some but yeah I'm, kind
1: of don't live up to the hype sorry they, they don't really keep it going consistently so it's tough for a series yeah
2: and just i i don't know the thing the other thing too and this is kind of strange i guess um I had seen the movie Annihilation first and I really liked the movie and the book is it's similar but it's not the same story um and then it continues on and it gets less interesting I guess it gets back to being a bit more interesting in the last book um but um but yeah I just I I read it you don't have time to
1: read nine books in a series
2: Right, and I have so many books that I have like I love books and I have so many books that I want to read. Like I don't want to get bogged down reading nine books on a particular you have a spreadsheet. And not only that, the the series, <laughs> the book series are also like they tend to be sci-fi or fantasy. Um I'm not a fan of fantasy like at all and the sci-fi it has to be The sci-fi has to be this would be kind of like literary fiction like a bit fancier sci-fi it's like I, I I'm like a, a literary fiction book with sci-fi elements as opposed to like a pure sci-fi book yeah so yeah so that's why getting into a series is like nah
1: you do not want to read the survivalist that I just picked up
0: my uh, my wife uh, she's a avid reader lots of books in the house but she's a she's a Michael Connolly and Sue Grafton. Fan. Oh, okay. And so there's like a lot of Michael Connelly on the shelf, and a, like she has every Sue Grafton book that Sue Grafton's ever wrote on. Are on those the
2: like are they murder mysteries or thrillers? What are They're they? They're murder again?
0: mystery. It's like the alphabet. Okay. Like every every letter of the alphabet. But unfortunately, Sue Grafton died before she could finish her last book, so I think it stopped at Y. and never got to Z. Okay. But she has everyone up until then. Uh, she was a huge Sue Grafton fan. I think it was like a, a, a Christmas tradition for her to get a, either a Sue Grafton book or a Michael Connolly book from her, her mom and dad for Christmas. So it was always a thing. I was always, she always got a book at Christmas time. So still That's happens. Cool. Like they're still buying her books every you know, for Christmas. So it, it's, it's very uh, interesting to, to see all those books on the shelf because I have no attachment to them whatsoever. So I'm just like, why do we have all these books here? And I, then I realized, oh, this is her whole, this is her collection. So oh,
3: I'm not, okay.
0: <laughs> no, no, touchy, no touchy, can't get rid of. Just like of your Transformers, touchy. no touchy. Exactly. Um, same thing with like now with the K-pop thing that's in here. Like there's albums that are coming to the house. A new one just came in today uh, from the Stray Kids, my daughter's favorite K- K-pop group. And that's that's the thing in the house now is is K-pop and K-pop videos and all that stuff.
1: So, yeah, <laughs> excellent.
0: Good for yeah, them. a lot of a lot of it's, it's interesting because, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I go downstairs and they'll show me all the new albums and it's a it's a running theme. But my my daughter has a binder full of men, very pretty men, because all those albums <laughs> come with photo cards of all these care of all these uh, people that are in, in the band or in the boy band group. And like me trying to keep them straight is very hard because I can't keep names straight. I'm not a name guy. I can recognize a face, would not remember the name. I'm the guy that I go, Maybe Hey so man, what's going on? Hey, like, I know who you yeah. are, but I just don't remember your name. Like I, I know you, we, I know we've met that sort of thing. I just can't remember. Be back. You may have had a
2: lovely time together. You just exactly. don't remember the name.
0: Don't recall your name, but I remember we hung out. We may have had a drink that sort of thing that I can recall names. Not so much. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting because like they'll t- they're doing like those K-pop trivia on the uh, on the TV on the YouTube and they'll be like, Who do you think it is? And I'm like, I don't know. I I know them by that's the guy in that band. Like I don't right. know their names. And Korean names, a lot of them sound like a lot there's a lot of young cook and and there's a lot of uh Hyung sungs and I don't know if it's Hyung sung from Stray Kid or Hyung sung from uh, BTS or whatever band they're from, but like, it's really hard to keep them straight Mm -hmm. other than hair color. The hair color changes a lot, but it changes a lot. So you can't keep it straight. Anyway, then I just found out my oldest daughter, uh, Emma, she's into K-pop now. So she's a big BTS fan. So she came over a couple days ago and the girls just sat there and all they did was talk K-pop and show albums. And it was hilarious because I had no idea what was going on. Now I know how they feel when I talk toys, so. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Double-jointed me. Excellent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's almost time, folks. It's, we got a yes, minute it of is. The oh, joys wow. Of yeah.
1: being, the joys of being a parent. But no, for exactly. sure. Uh, uh, jump online. Episodes every week. We'll see how, who was right as far as for the pay-per-view picks. Um on Twitter, it's at 2BD Pod. Usually there's content from Muscle Mondays, if you were an 80s kid, Muscle Man, Kanuku Man, uh Master of the Universe Tuesdays. What uh, we should do more of what we're reading and what we're watching, but usually you'll find links on on the Twitter. On the Twitter. Spotify, popular with podcasts. Don't get us wrong. Uh, a little change up for Twitter. It, or for Spotify, I should say, it is the Retro Tubity Podcast. The Retro Tubity Pod. Other than that, Instagram as well, add Tubity Pods with a Z. So there'll be probably be some retail therapy by next week. Lord knows it. Absolutely. Lord knows we need Absolutely. it.
0: Absolutely, I'm uh, looking at stuff right now, Dennis.
1: <laughs> we just we we get to enjoy thunder snowstorms now. So all part of the plan. Yeah, yeah,
0: that was yeah. fun.
1: Uh, homework: read something, comic yep. book, graphic novel, book,
2: an actual book. book,
1: an actual book. Yeah, we're getting there, baby steps. Uh, any homework for other you guys? Watch wrestling, obviously.
0: Watch the pay per view. It's going to be epic.
1: There we yeah. go. <laughs> and we're if out of time. Wanna,
2: if you want something dark um, to watch, uh, the latest Mark Marin special on HBO is, um, if you want to laugh at the darkness,
0: uh, it's good for that. So. Sounds good. I'll, t- I'll check it out for sure.
1: We do it every day.
0: Surviving the apocalypse.
1: <laughs> That's it. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. One toy the at a crumbles. time. One toy at yeah. a time.
1: One thing at a time, exactly. One, one chin, one chin up at a at time as well. But yeah, thanks for being by. Who's gonna fast and loose? And uh, hope everyone dares to be stupid and uh, mm-hmm. chase some with that nostalgia dragon. All right, peace. Boom.
0: Bye.